Hello, I am Investigator NZ Zero. Welcome to your podcast Latin Macabre Stories and more. Remember to read the warning notice in the description before listening. If you are new, pause, read, and continue. I invite you to follow us on YouTube. Shared by the anonymous pseudonym. 7. The Way Grandpa Joaquin had an old Chevrolet truck, pitted by salt and humidity, but he had a good engine. In it they transported their tools and everyday firewood. They traveled a long, rough road to go and return, full of dust and holes that made the truck jump, so they tried to go slowly. Late at night, Joaquin loaded the last bundle of firewood into the pickup truck and they began their journey. The sky was clear and there was a full moon. The truck's headlights barely illuminated the road for a few meters. Beyond it was total darkness, at a certain point on the road. Joaquin's grandfather stopped and realized that the road was blocked by a palisade that an edgeditario had left to bring his plot closer. There was only one way to go around and it was along a little traveled path, full of weeds and stones, where even the horses struggled to stay on track very alight. The grandfather reversed and being at the entrance of that road, he sighed deeply and crossed himself. Joaquin, surprised by how nervous his grandfather looked, thought that he had never seen him like that. He tried not to think about the matter and settled his head against the glass to try to get some sleep as they arrived at his destination. His grandfather was very attentive to the road and a little fast. As he passed an old water wheel, a jolt from the truck made Joaquin sit up. Grandpa was going very fast down the road, making the engine roar and breaking through the holes where he passed. What's wrong, Grandpa? Joaquin asked with bewilderment. Nothing, my son, hold on. At that, Joaquin felt a heaviness, a sensation of being watched. An electric current ran through his head and back and the hairs on the back of his neck stood up. He turned to look at his grandfather, and he had a view of the road, with his hands squeezing the steering wheel and his head almost pressed against his. His heart was beating so fast that for a moment, he thought he was going to die. It would come out of his chest. He was breathing hard, trying to pull in air as he held on to the seat belt. He closed his eyes tightly and began to pray and ask for forgiveness for everything and an impulse made him remember his parents. He thought he was going to die at that moment. The speed of the van was reduced. A path of stones and compacted earth. When I looked at Grandpa, he was leaning his head on the steering wheel, waiting for relief and sweating profusely. Everything was in silence. He listened to the crickets and cicadas in the mountains and the hum of the truck's engine turned it on and the stones began to emerge as a sign that the main road would take them to the common land, which could be seen in the distance. His grandfather told him the following, Look, son, what he heard and listened to. Don't tell his mother or his grandmother. I heard well what I said. Grandfather told him with a serious and determined voice. Yes, grandfather. But what was that? Joaquin asked. That, son, was the devil. If you had seen it, you would have turned white and maybe died of fright. Joaquin, upon hearing that statement, could not believe it, but the terror of his grandfather and what he felt and heard. I can't imagine it. When he got home, 
He noticed that there was nothing in the truck bed, not even tools or firewood. With the jumps that the truck had taken, he had lost everything. However, he could notice something strange that gave him a chill. Some dance in the bed of the pickup confirmed that something really hit them. There were several of them, as if something had stepped heavily on the sheet. That night, Joaquin couldn't sleep. His grandfather, who stood outside his window, prayed silently. He then remembered a salt farmer that he had known some time ago. The man's name was Felipe. He would have been about 20 years old when he saw him. His hair was completely white and there were scratch marks on his face. It was then that he acted out his experience with the young man. People said that the devil had appeared there, a night in a marsh. But that is another story. The Boy, 8. Based on real events told by Araceli Escobedo, written and adapted by Eduardo Lennon. I remember I was about six years old when strange events started happening to me. I am currently 30, and it seems that I recently experienced an event that would change my ideas about the paranormal. At that time, I lived in Reynosa, Tamaulipas, in the house where he lived. It was built on land that my parents lived on. Strange and rare events were always present that often bordered on the supernatural. My grandfather had bought the land 30 years ago, as was customary, and because it was invaded land, there were no services, so people used to dig to look for water and place latrines outside the houses, the which were predominantly made of wood or cheap construction materials. My grandmother told me that on one of those occasions when my grandfather would count a latrine while he dug up dirt, he began to find buried objects such as cans and broken jars. They all began to clean them, and when they began to review the contents of those containers, they got a macabre surprise when they discovered that inside most of the cans there were remains of fetuses and small skeletons. Some were still in perfect condition. This puzzled the grandparents, and they immediately buried the findings. Some time later, they investigated with reservations with the previous owners of the land. They told her that their grandmother had been a midwife and scared away storks, but they never imagined that she had buried her remains in the land. Without further questions, everything was forgotten. And some time later, grandfather asked my mother for part of the land. She wanted to build since she had just gotten married at the same time my sisters and I were born. Since I can remember, I have always experienced anxiety and fear. For strange reasons, I didn't like being alone in the house since I felt like I was being watched all the time and that made me worried and very sick. Over time, they came to live on that land. One of my uncles was my dad's brother, who also built in front of our house and who also had his children, with whom we grew up as brothers. One day, when my mother was going to paint our house, she gathered all the girls to help with the painting. So the first day we were going to paint, laughing and listening to the music of a beat-up tape recorder. My mother prepared the meal in half. Day. At one point she yells at us to go buy something at the store and leave my cousins with her work. I try had my mother's needs. I don't know how long it took me to go and return to the store. But when I got home, my mother was there and arguing with my aunt heatedly. Something had happened with my cousins. 
I didn't give it that much importance, so I went inside the house and went to the bedroom to continue painting. I barely took a step inside that room and I felt the atmosphere so negative and chaotic that my eyes began to burn. And I also know the point of being short of breath. That feeling of unusual cold and dozens of murmurs in my head made me run out of the room. My cousins were no longer there and I only went with my mother. Shelter me who was also bewildered by the strange situation. The third of my cousins, who were scared and refusing to return home, told me something that at my young age seemed quite horrible to me. While I was painting the room, one of them went to have a glass of lemonade to quench her thirst. There he saw that, emerging from the frame where the door had to go, a small child was peeking out. Though one of them was looking carefully, with a gesture of disbelief. As soon as my cousin saw him, the little boy ran down the hallway, that is, from them. He was a boy my age and they saw him dressed in a dirty, threadbare shirt. He had no underwear and his feet and tail were dirty. They thought he was my brother and called out to him while they were going for him, shouting bald, bald, come here. But they only saw that the boy ran to the end of the hallway towards the bathroom, which had a curtain as a door, with some restlessness and caution. They went stealthily and muttering to Pelin. They felt a feeling of surprise mixed with tension when they closed the bathroom curtain and even more so when they realized that there was no child inside it, so that they ran out of the house to look for their brother, their own home. He had hoped that he was there and that all this had been a joke, but panic invaded their minds when they saw that there was no one in the house. It turned out that his mother and his brother, the bald one, had left the house very long ago, early. The crash happened and they saw how my aunt and my cousin were just arriving from the house. He was dressed and wearing tennis shoes. Nothing made sense. The truth is that he introduced himself to them, made them run scared about being my aunt, and I told him what they had seen and felt. At that moment my aunt went to complain to my mother about the situation at my house and she understood the situation, hoping that something similar would not happen again. My cousins never returned to our house and meanwhile I lived in fear that that apparition would appear to me again. The boy based on real events told by Araceli Escobedo, written and adapted by Eduardo Lennon, who gave you this short horror story. Many believe that the apparitions of children are not simply children, that there really is something more behind that innocent appearance. What do you think could have been what Araceli's cousin saw? The appearance of a child or a demon? Let us know your opinion in the comments. And of course, don't forget to visit us. We'll hear each other in the next story. Follow us, subscribe and share on YouTube. This helps me continue with this project. Give your opinion. In the description you will find the emails to send your stories in case you like to share them. I appreciate your preference. Until the next episode. Latin Macabre Stories and more.